welcome, 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 and welcome, everybody. It's Rob Zagar. It's Rob Zagar show. We are live. Yes, we are live here on this uh, Friday. The what is it? The sixteenth? Yeah, the sixteenth. Friday the sixteenth. We are almost uh, done for the year. You know, we roll right into the New Year's and the Christmas, the New Year's. So, man, <sighs> what do we get? What do we get today? We get uh, <laughs> the old man. I, it's almost just—it's just exhausting. I, I got to be honest with you. It's just—it's exa- exhausting dealing with Democrats. It's exhausting dealing. With liberals, it's exhausting dealing with the media. It it really is. It's just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I said this yesterday. Said it the day before. Said the day before that. And I'll say it Monday, and I'll say it Tuesday. We have four years of this. We have four years. We have two years. We have eight years. We have ten. We we have a lifetime of dealing with Democrats. Today, you had a double dose. You had Obama whining and crying. I mean, he gave a press conference today for an hour and a half, and all it was was the Russians. Russians hacked the election. Hillary wasn't treated fairly. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's a double dose because last night, and of course the audio made its way onto various networks today of Hillary complaining, the Russians, they hacked the election. I wasn't treated fairly. The FBI. I mean, Democrats are still so clueless and out of touch that they do not blame themselves. They do not blame themselves. Even the stuff that was in the emails. Even the stuff that was in the emails. They don't even take responsibility for that. I mean, think about that. They don't even take responsibility for what's in the emails. That's how out of touch they are. I told you yesterday, they are the quintessential person that that gets mad at the other individual, or, or whoever, for that matter, that tells their significant other that they've been cheating on them for six months, or they've been committing fraud, or murder, or whatever. They'll be married 
if so-and-so didn't tell my wife that I've had a girlfriend and a whole nother family for the last five years. And when I can't keep the electricity on in the apartment and my kid has to go without food, it's because I'm supporting another family across the city. Everything would be fine. I mean, it's like no responsibility. No responsibility. Not even, hey, it was totally effed up that such and such told my family. Totally effed up. But, you know what? Kind of sobered me up. Made me realize that I really effed up. And it's those types of things that have to happen in order to fully understand just how bad you were. I mean, nothing like that. You would think the Democrats would say, hey, what happened was horrible, awful, just, just appalling, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Going forward, it's good that that happened because we have to clean our house. There's too much connections to the media. I I mean, no. It's like we lost because the Russians. We lost because of fake news. We lost. No responsibility. It was fake news and the Russians that went into Wisconsin and said, uh, don't vote for Hillary. Remember, these are states that the Democrats have had locked up for 20, 30 years. I mean, Hillary Clinton didn't even go to Wisconsin. Go to Michigan. What? One time, MSNBC did the whole, here's the forum and the the water and the lead. And and even that, they had to rig it and give Hillary the heads up that the woman with the rashes and the family. So even something like that. They had to choreograph. But no, no, it's not the Democrats' fault. It's the Russians' fault. I mean, that's... I mean, wow. I mean, seriously. From Podesta, Obama, the media... Obama blames Putin for hacking the election. That was the headline today. No matter what, today was a very, very busy day for me. It was just a horrible, horrible, busy day. I mean, I literally was in about seven different places. Rather, it was a doctor's office. <laughs> Rather, it was a doctor's office. Rather, it was a, 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 a baby store, furniture. And it seemed like every one of these places had a television playing, and what were they playing? 
CNN. Like I always say, until we, on the right, can control the message that goes out to low-information voters, we are always going to be battling. Like I said last night, we are David. They are Goliath. We managed to slay the giant this one time. We managed to slay the giant this one time. And the minute we take our foot off the gas, the minute we take our finger off the trigger, our hand off the sword, we're done. We're doomed. Because you see what they're doing now. You see the narratives that they're doing now. I mean, this has consumed everyone for the past, what, week and a half? This has consumed everyone. The Russians hacked the election so Donald Trump would be the president. I mean, that's a hell of a narrative. That's a hell of a narrative. It's a hell of a narrative. And that's the narrative because emails exposed people like Glenn Truss, Donna Brazil at CNN, Dana Bash at CNN, writers at the New York Times, John Harwood at CNBC for all being in cahoots. And that's what the emails were. That's all the emails were. Think about it. What were in those emails? What were in the emails that the narrative now is Putin hacked the election. What were in the emails? Well, it proved everybody that says the media is just a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. That's it. The emails didn't reveal NSA secrets didn't even reveal people cheating. Didn't reveal any atrocities. I mean, nothing was in those emails except exposing the system and that system being Democrats and the media working together to push an agenda. That was it. And somehow we went from that to hacking the election. That's the reason Hillary Clinton 
lost. That's the reason Hillary Clinton lost. And the amazing thing is Democrats for years have been losing. Not the presidency, but Senate seats, congressional seats, state seats, governorships. I mean, they literally were on borrowed time as far as the White House. They're on borrowed time. And again, they ignore that. And they continue to ignore it. Because all we're hearing is, wasn't treated fairly. I think she's worked tirelessly on behalf of the American people. And I don't think she was treated fairly during the election. I think the coverage of her and the issues was troubling. That's what Obama said. Who got more negative coverage? Hillary Clinton's or Donald Trump? I mean, who got more negative coverage? All you hear uh, from the left and the never Trump. Donald Trump got billions of dollars of free uh, advertising. Listen, if you're advertising to somebody that a product is the biggest piece of crap product in the world, what's so good about that? If you're advertising that a product will kill you, what's so good about that? Have as much free airtime as you want. How is that good? Even when Hillary Clinton looked bad, even when Hillary Clinton looked bad, when she effed up, the media spun it so it didn't hurt her. Remember, when she passed out, she passed out, guys. What did the media say? She stumbled. Remember that? Hillary Clinton stumbled. Stumbled. She passed out. She lost consciousness. When you watch that video, she starts to drop. And Secret Service catches her. They then drag her into the van, leaving behind one of her shoes. That's not a stumble. A stumble, you're walking down the sidewalk. A notch in the sidewalk's a little bit higher than the sidewalk itself. You stub your big toe, and you kind of lurch forward a little. Catch yourself. Look back at what you just tripped over. And say, wow. That was close. I stumbled pretty good there. That's a stumble. Waiting for the bus. Waiting for Uber. And losing consciousness. And if it wasn't for somebody that grabs you by your arm, your face, 
would have planted into the pavement, that's not a stumble. But the media called it a stumble. And here's Obama, the leader of the Democrats, whining. Man, Democrats are just, I mean, just, again, liberals in general. And if you point this out to them, they, call, you know, they, they, don't, they don't see it. That's, that's what's even more disturbing. At least us on the right. The majority of us will say, I understand what you're saying. I understand that I'm being a prick. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm being a prick. I'm being a, a, a major league Prick. That's yes, I am. At least us on the right will admit it. But the left, they, they, like they, they literally, it, it's like over their head. Whew. Tolerance, but yet they're not tolerant of somebody else. If what they're saying, they don't agree with. And they'll shout that person down. I mean, it's all over the college campuses. All over the college campuses. It's wild, man. It's just wild. John Podesta called the coverage of the Russian hacking story lackadaisical. What was lackadaisical? Again, I, I, I don't get... Okay. If the media 24-7 said... The Russians hacked these emails. The Russians hacked these emails. Would the American people not have looked at the emails? Would the American people have said, oh, I can't look at that? That was hacked by the Russians. No, I'm not going to look at that. I mean, when Jennifer Lawrence's booby pictures were all over the internet and Hope Solo's hole was all over the internet, did people go, oh, I can't look at that. It was hacked by the Chinese. Opposed to hacking done here in America, that everybody's, well, let me, oh, I got to see it. Oh, come on. That was from my buddy Phil. I mean, it's just acidine. It, it really is acidine. And, and the majority of those emails weren't talked about on CNN or MSNBC. 
or N- or uh, NBC. You got to just make a distinction. MSNBC, NBC, CNBC, ABC. The only people that ever really talked about the emails and, 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 and put forth a lot of emphasis on it was Fox. And even them, it wasn't a 24-hour thing. But if you wanted to find out about the emails, you had to go online. You had to go on Twitter. And if there was something really, really juicy, Anderson Cooper might have spent Four minutes on it. I remember one of the emails when it revealed, I think, uh, the Hillary Clinton open borders um, speech. I think they spent five, six minutes on it. Top. I mean, Chris Cuomo even told people it was illegal for them to look at the emails. So what is it exactly Podesta wanted the media to do or not do? Which goes back to the whole concept of the left saying Donald Trump represents Nazism, fascism, whatever isms there are. And yet it's the left. That is now going, we have to weed out fake news. So we've got to put filters on Facebook. We got to put uh, uh, bills in Congress that we, we have to have a panel. And that panel will determine what is fake news. I mean, that's censorship. Determining what is fake news. And the people that are determining the fake news are left-wing organizations. PolitiFact? Even the Washington Post now has a Google Chrome extension. So when Trump does a tweet, Philip Bump, this is like a Philip Bump, I guess, uh, concept, or whoever's idea, the Washington Post. So when Trump tweets, the Washington Post, along with Google Chrome created an app which will put the tweet in context. So if Trump tweets something out and you have this app, it will then say, well, what he's saying is a lie. I I kid you not. I kid you not. I love that. What do they do when Trump goes, that Rosie O'Donnell's a big fat pig? Does Philip Bump, the Washington Post, go, uh, Rosie O'Donnell's not a big fat pig. She's a curvy girl who happens to be that way because of an overactive eating disorder. <laughs> I mean, is that what they're going to So-and-so used to be a 10. She's now a 6. 
Washington Post uh, says uh, so-and-so is not a six. She actually is a 10. And it's, it's just insane. Remember yesterday when we talked about the different uh, press organizations like the Atlantic or Slate and the stuff they're writing? Trump wants to F his daughter. Trump is Dylan Ruff. Oh, by the way, uh, you're going to let us in the White House briefing room, right? In the front row. Why? Because we're press. No, you're not. You're not press. Writing political satire is not press. Bill Maher definitely isn't going to have a seat in the front row. Bill Maher couldn't even get an interview with Obama until the final month of his presidency. And he had given him a million dollars. People can't call themselves journalists or reporters and then write an article saying Trump is a Nazi, Trump F's his kid, people that voted for Trump are Nazis. It's not a reporter. You shouldn't get any protections whatsoever. You're a jerk-off satirist. Okay, you're no different than me. And I definitely uh, am not thinking I'm getting in the front row at a press conference. Yes, uh, question, thank you. It's just nuts, Teresa. And he's going after the FBI. The FBI. But the FBI told you guys. You guys are the ones. That were lackadaisical. Matter of fact, the report that came out yesterday night, late night after this show, was that Obama knew about it. The Clinton campaign. Everybody knew about it. They figured Hillary had it in the bag. It was a foregone conclusion that she was going to win. There was no way. Whatever information that Hillary. Listen, I remember when Bill Maher, because this is the general consensus. This is the, remember, the liberals, the, that base, okay? You know how they always make fun of the Republican base? Ah, those crazy gun nuts. Uh, uh, you know, anti-abortion, weirdo, wacko, Jesus freak. Well, the left has a big old group of people led by the likes of the Bill Mars and the man-woman Michael Moores where they say, listen, even if Hillary Clinton was found to have killed John Bonet, I still would vote for her over Trump. And that is the attitude. And they just assumed that people in Pennsylvania, 
people in Ohio, people in Florida, people in Wisconsin. Matter of fact, they believe everybody felt that way. That's why Hillary was going to win in a, not just an electoral landslide, but in just an overall landslide. Like just, you know, 87 million to 30 million, 400 and something electoral votes to zero, 500, whatever it was. So the reports are that they didn't give a crap about what was leaked. That's what I'm saying. That's the arrogance of the left. That's the arrogance of the left. That's what you heard last night from Hillary. That's what you hear from Obama today. Oh, people, they weren't fair to Hillary. If it wasn't for fake news and the Russians hacking the election, Hillary would have won. Nothing about their policies, nothing about what was in the emails. Because remember, everything that was in those emails are who these people are on the outside. Remember the emails that, uh, that, that uh, w- w- talked about the, uh, the Mexicans, the, the Latinos? Let me be... Politically correct, the Latinos. Remember the needy Latino? I mean, that's how they feel. That's what liberals do. They look at you, oh, mm, oh, sure, oh, oh, yeah, okay. And then they walk away and they're like, F him, F her. Like I said, at least the majority of the Republicans are like, you know what? F you. Just F you. All right, you don't want to vote for me? Okay. All right, Mukaka. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, they, the Democrat, it's, you know, you got Michelle Obama doing an interview where she says we're feeling like what what, what did she say we're, we're feeling we we're feeling what it feels like to have no hope what oh my god I, I could only imagine people that didn't vote for Obama in 08 in 2012, carrying on like this. I, 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 I could only imagine. Imagine Cindy McCain after the 2000, and I'm not a big John McCain fan or Cindy McCain, and God knows I despise Megan McCain. But imagine Cindy McCain doing an interview where she goes, I, you know, I know what... I know what it feels like now to have no hope. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I sure I know what it's I, that, I, We're feeling what not having hope feels like. 
people would have said Cindy McCain's a racist. Uh, she's a white supremacist. She's an alt writer. Imagine that. Imagine Ann Romney. We're we're feeling now what having no hope feels like. That's what we're me and Mitt when we go back to Utah. It's just a it's real. It's real. It feels really bad. I mean, people would have went nuts. It's just insane. It's just. It's just all. Oh. <laughs> the liberals. They. They're just. It's it's just it's just nuts. It's just nuts. It's it's just nuts. Like I said, they they don't take blame for anything. And under Obama, Democrats have lost more power any time in their history. Since Obama became president, Democrats have lost more governorships, state houses, Senate seats, congressional seats. They've lost more under Obama than any time in the past. Well, why is that? Oh, because all the districts are are Mary Jandered or Jerry Randered or Mary Marriott. Listen, what about governorships? Well, I, just stop. What, what about state houses? Well, the line they do it, that's not fair. Everything's not fair. Can't come up with excuses for everything. Sorry, you just can't. Okay? There's more governors that are Republicans than there are Democrats. There's more state Senate seats that are Republicans than Democrats. I mean, if you really think about it, the only thing that Democrats control is basically California and New York. I mean, seriously, if you want to be technical, California and New York, that's it. If you look at the map, if you look at the governorships and the and the state senate seats and so forth and so on, it's really just California and New York. And if we didn't have open borders, they wouldn't control that. Democrats have been playing long ball for about 20, what, five years? What, let's see, 90 to the 90 to 2000? Yeah, about, about 20 years. They've been playing long ball. Remember, Reagan won California. Remember, California hasn't always been this uber, bleeding heart, over the top 
Hollywood blue state jerk off fest. It hasn't. But they've been cultivating it. And that's how you cultivate it. Open borders. That's how you do it. If we didn't have open borders, California would be a swing state. New York would be a swing state. But instead, that's what liberals cling to. Hillary's got the popular vote. Okay, yeah, all right. Take a look. She's got the popular vote. And if we were just doing it based on the popular vote, she would win. But we're not doing it on the popular vote. This didn't just happen. I know if Pete Carroll would have just handed the ball off to Marshawn Lynch, maybe Seattle would have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> if if the media would have just, they would have just covered the Russian hacking. If they would have just did it, but if they would have just stopped the fake news, like what? Like the Muslim girl that said she was assaulted on the New York City subway train? Come to find out that she made it up, like that fake news? Did you guys see the picture of her? She's got her head shaved. Do you see that? When she uh, appeared in court or at the police station, whatever the hell it was, she got her head shaved and she doesn't have her do-rag on or the hajib, whatever the hell you call that thing. I call it a do-rag. That's, that's old school. <laughs> hajib. And they say her parents punished her. And they shaved her head and they don't let her wear the hajib. That fake news? <laughs> that fake news. Shh, shh. We don't say anything about that fake news. We're only going to talk about Comet Pizza. That fake news. Yeah, that fake. Do you ever notice when they talk about fake news, that seems to be the thing that they all talk about? Pizzagate, that fake news, Pizzagate, Pizzagate. Fake news. It was fake news. It was fake news. Like I said, remember, all Trump supporters, all Trump voters, anybody that's going to vote for Trump is retarded. I mean, that's what we've been told. They're all retarded. They're all white supremacist retards, dum-dums. And since that's the case, and the only place you could get fake news is on the internet and retards and dummies and rednecks living in their trailers don't have computers. And if they do have computers, they have to go to Kinko's and rent them. How would they see fake news? How would they see this this damning fake news that will go, oh, man, you know, I was... I was going to vote for Hillary, but, oh, 
Gee, I found out she's involved in this pedophile ring in a pizza parlor. Definitely going to vote for Trump now. I don't want the pedo pizza parlor woman in the White House. And that's the logic of the liberals. It's not their policies. It's, it's not what's going on in the country. It's not Obama sending a police force into, where was it? Whatever state where they arrested the lady who, who didn't sign the uh, marriage certificate for the two guys uh, to get married or two girls, whoever it was. Nah, nothing like that. <laughs> think about that. Just just think about that. Obama and his government have no problem with arresting somebody who wouldn't sign a marriage certificate for two dudes to get married or two chicks, whatever, Rachel Maddow and her and her girlfriend to get married. But yet but yet, illegals, nah. Mayors that don't comply with uh, federal law as far as deporting illegals who commit crime, nah. But hey, we're going to make sure that that woman, whatever her name is, Kim Davis, isn't that her name? We're going to make sure she... We're going to make sure she goes to jail. Because she didn't sign the marriage certificate of Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon. Yeah. And the Democrats go, I don't understand how we lost. Don't understand. They just don't get it. All of our policies are are really top-notch. Our priorities are just really top-notch. As you do a flyover into Pennsylvania and Ohio, Wisconsin, you you do a flyover into all these areas where you see all these towns. Listen, can Trump fix it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But at the end of the day, he was the one that was there. Rather, he's lying. Okay. Fine. Your doctor, who looks at you and goes, listen, we're going to do everything we can. We're going to cure that cancer. We're going to add some years to your life. We're going to do that. We're going to. And maybe in the back of his mind, he's going, this dude is dead as dead. Got to have good bedside manner. Or the person that goes, you're dead. All right, you always see those cancer of uh, uh, the cancer uh, commercial. What is it? The, the the hospital cancer of America hospital and the one girl. I know you guys have seen this. And the girls like so when I had the thing and I had the diagnosis and the and my the doctor came in and he said, you know, Judy, you have cancer. And I was just devastated. But then I went to the cancer thing of America and they work with me and they tell you. And guess what? She's probably still dead. 
But at least the doctor stroked her a little, made her feel something. You know, you heard the term reach around. So you got all these cities, all these towns, and all of these states that 20, 25 years ago used to be a hustling and bustling town. Listen, I'm from I'm originally from Rochester, New York. Okay, I know. Go figure. Rochester, it's in between Syracuse and Buffalo, and there was a time. And my family's still back there. My brother's got businesses there. There was a time when Rochester, New York, was a hustling and bustling. I mean, I mean, it, it wasn't Rochester, New York of today. You had Kodak. Remember Kodak? I know. Before the whole computer digital revolution. Kodak was huge. IBM, huge. Corning Glass, huge. Bausch and Lomb. Ray-Ban. All of that was in Rochester, New York. Now, Rochester, New York's like a ghost town. Rochester, New York is a shell of what it once was. And there's places like that all over. And those people are sitting there going, wait a minute. You mean our government, our president is worried about a girl or a guy or whoever taking a dump in this bathroom? Or these two dudes getting married? Or this illegal who's been deported four different times and now he shot a woman in the back on a pier. Our gov- this is what our government is worried about. This is what's consuming our go- Halloween masks on college campuses. People giving lectures that don't agree with whatever perfect this this, I, 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 my, my, my factory closed. I, I'm now w- washing dishes or I'm retraining to figure out how to do something that I have no idea what to do when I'm 48 years old. My hours got cut. My health insurance, uh, the Blue Cross of Blue Shield Anthem told me to go F myself. I got to look for another provider because they're not providing health care. These are all things that Democrats have been part of for eight years. But it's Russians hacking John Podesta's email and revealing that Glenn Thrust is a hack. The only thing that these emails affected, the only people that that got the, you know, it's like the the real political junkies, okay? People that really follow politics. So if you go to 
uh, the, the the ratings and see, oh, uh, I don't know, Morning Joe does uh, 400,000 people and Fox and Friends do too. Okay, the, the average is uh, 2.5 million people watching in the, the morning. Okay, uh, you know, the night show, uh, O'Reilly does, uh, I don't know, 2 million. I'm just throwing some effing numbers out here. Don't quote me. But it's those people. Those are the people that the hacking affected. It's the people that watch the O'Reilly. They watch the Tucker Carlson. And they watch the Hannity. They listen to Limbaugh. They watch uh, uh, Rachel Maddow. That's who was affected by the hacking. Because all of those people are the ones that are in the know. They're in the now. They're like, oh, yeah. No, the media's not in cahoots. Oh, my God. The media's in cahoots. But the steel worker, those 22,000 or 30,000 votes that was the difference in Pennsylvania or Wisconsin or Michigan, those people aren't giving a crap. If Gloria Borsch from CNN is going, John Podesta, you're such a TV star. Mm. Oh, my panties are so wet. Oh, no, absolutely not. It's the fact that Trump went to Michigan eight trillion times. I remember when Trump went to Michigan. The, the people made fun of him. When he was in Michigan, I watched from CNN to MSNBC to even Fox. Rather, it was Krautheimer to Wolf Blitzer to Hack Tapper go, I don't know why Donald Trump was in Michigan. <laughs> A, Demo- a Republican hasn't won Michigan in 30 years. <laughs> he should be spending his time in the states that he's got to win. He's not going to win Michigan. It's a... Well, apparently, his little shoestring budget of a campaign and his half-assed staff knew something more than the billion-dollar staff and campaign of Hillary Clinton in the Democrat Party. Apparently, Donald Trump knew something that Democrats didn't. Or, not that they didn't, but that they thought didn't make a difference. Or wouldn't make a difference. Or it wasn't enough of those people to make a difference. Because let's face it, the Democrat Party's become a, 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 a racial gender party in the last eight years. It's not a party for the people. Remember in the day when the Republican Party was basically the party for rich people? So if you voted for a Republican or you were a Republican, somebody would say, why are you a Republican? You're not rich. 
Why would you vote Republican? You're voting against your interests. Well, now it's flipped. Now it's, why are you voting Democrat? You're not black. Why are you voting Democrat? You're not gay. Why are you voting Democrat? You don't have boobs and a dick. Why are you voting? You're not Mexican. You're not Muslim. You're not whatever. You're not a minority. You're not a certain race. You're not a certain gender. You're not a double gender. You don't identify. And remember, for 16 months, all we were told by the left and the right was that there's not enough white people in the United States who are going to vote for a Republican because Republicans only cater to white people. And there's just not enough white people. And because minorities vote Democrat, eh, it's over. So even in that sense, Hillary Clinton said, we got this in the bag. There's no way Pennsylvania, there's no way Philadelphia, there's no way Detroit, there's no way we're going to lose these states. We got these cities locked. We got it on lockdown. But no, it was the media being lackadaisical, how they covered the Russian hacking. It was the media not treating Hillary Clinton fair. I wish somebody would have said to Obama when he said, I think she's worked tirelessly on behalf of American people, and I don't think she was treated fairly during the election. I think the coverage of her and the issues was troubling. Okay, wait, Mr. President, what? What specifically? What specifically? What specifically as far as her not being treated fairly? What specific? I, I wish somebody would have asked him that. What specifically? What, what coverage? What was troubling? Because they're not going to tell you what was troubling. When Podesta said the lacks of days, okay, what was what should have been handled? Dip. What should the FBI? have done differently? What should the media have done differently? Because Democrats and Obama knew about the hacking months and months and months and months and months ago. Remember at the G20 summit or the G5 summit, whatever summit, whatever you call that effing thing in China, Obama said he told Putin, you better stop it. I know what you're doing. You better stop it. Yeah, and, and like Putin was like, yeah, are you serious? Are you serious, Urkel? You ain't, 
You ain't Samuel Jackson. You ain't Denzel. You're Urkel. You're Urkel. I'm going to draw the line in the sand. Don't cross it. I cross it. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to give you another line. To don't cross. Okay, I'm going to cross that. What are you going to do? Nothing. You're Urkel. Don't do it. And he won't even take responsibility. It's Again, it's like Podesta, they don't take responsibility. Hillary Clinton doesn't take responsibility. And Obama doesn't take responsibility. This jackoff doesn't take responsibility for anything. Let me think about this. Obama said, when asked about ISIS and his comment being the JV squad, he said to his, his, his good stooge buddy, Farouk Zakaria, who nobody, uh, when he appears on CNN, uh, mentions the fact that the guy has been to the White House a a trillion times. I mean, the guy literally is like a consultant with Obama. And here he is, part of C... God, it's just nauseating. But anyways, Obama says... Well, the reason I said they were the JV team was the fact that our intelligence failed. He said that. He said the intelligence wasn't good as it pertained to ISIS and how strong they were. But yet, the intelligence is awesome as far as the Russians hacking our electoral system to put Donald Trump in the White House. Are you effing kidding me? And of course, nobody says anything. No one in that press room. All of those stooges. They're all, I mean, they might as well, they might as well just sit there with their mouths open and Obama just ought to come and just dip it in their mouths just one last time. One for you. Give it a little kiss. Okay, one for you. Give it a little kiss. And one for you. Give it a little kiss. And there's April Ryan. She'd be like, oh, give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Oh. Not one person said, hey, what about this? So Obama does responsibility because... They knew about the hacking months and months and months and months ago. They knew about the hacking then. They knew about the hacking then. The Clinton campaign knew about the hacking. What do you always hear as it pertains to politics? Get in front of the story. So Obama knew about the hacking. The FBI knew about the hacking. They told the Clinton people about the hacking. Podesta, they all knew about the hacking. Why didn't any of them come out then and go, hey, we just, we just want to tell everybody that the Russians hacked our systems. They've got a lot of emails. They're probably going to release a lot of emails. Some of these emails 
don't paint certain people in the best of light. But we want you all to understand that what's in an email is not necessarily what's reflective in someone's heart. People are a little more loose with their language in an email. You all know what it's like. Don't want to throw it out there, but everybody in this room has done a drunk tweet. <laughs> a drunk text. <laughs> I mean, they could have gotten in front of this story. Whose fault is that? Not their fault. Right? It's not their fault. It's not Obama's fault. Well, Obama told Putin not to do it. Not to do it. Yeah. Just like they told the Chinese, don't don't hack our systems. Don't don't hack our infrastructure. Don't hack Sony pictures. Hell, somebody just hacked Yahoo. Yahoo Mail. I got a notification that said, hey, uh, you got to change your password. Here's what happened. Like a million or two million or a hundred. I don't even know how many millions of accounts got hacked. This isn't something new. But again, Obama doesn't take blame. Obama doesn't take blame for anything that is transpiring around the world. And everything that's uh, transpiring around the world is because of Obama as far as what's going on in Aleppo. Obama's fault. What's going on with China? What they're doing in the, uh, what is it, the, the, the seas over there, the China seas, the South Seas, whatever the hell it is where they're building, they're, they're like building another country in there. They're seizing our, our our military equipment and the water drones. I mean, it's just insane. Why are they doing that? Because Obama's weak. Obama's weak story. All of the cyber hacking... It's because Obama is weak. It's been going on. Obama's done nothing about it. Kerry done nothing about it. So he doesn't even take responsibility for Hillary Clinton's loss. Fake news. Russians hacking. The arrogancy. That's a, is, is that a word, arrogancy? I think so. I don't know. Well, I'm going to use the effing word, okay? I'm going to use the effing word. I got people saying, no, it's not a word. F you. Okay? F you. <laughs> F you. Oh, man. I don't know what to I, I get so worked up. The Democrats, they work me up, too. They, they, they work me up. 
I told him. You know what I and, and then I was here. You know, it's funny. I, I got to tell my liberal uh, douchebag friends. Shaming an actor, uh, shaming a, a baseball player, shaming somebody in the public eye, you could get away with it. You can. You can get away with it. You shame an actor to go on Twitter, go on Instagram, or write a letter that he then has a press agent read because they happen to be at a, a church with a pastor who believes in conversion therapy or some other issue that inflames the left. You can shame Americans, but you can't shame world leaders. And that was the other thing I heard. Besides the fact that, again, Obama said, I told Putin to stop you. I told him. Well, he didn't listen, you jerk off. But I heard today, whether it was Jim Acosta, Wolf Blitz, the, the whole click. Well, now, some of the things that we could do to retaliate is shaming Russia, putting them on notice, telling the world what they did, naming names, shaming? Imagine. Imagine. We're, we're going we're gonna to treat, and I don't think it's arguably, the second most powerful country in the world. We're going to treat them like some Hollywood jerk-off actor who wore the wrong type of sneakers at an event. Or she said the wrong thing. She, she said Indian instead of Native American. So we're, we're going to treat Vladimir Putin and the Russians like, like we do an American... Actor, sports figure. <gasps> you said a very insensitive word. You better say you're sorry. Or we're going to pull your TV show. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, what should I do? Oh, no. That, 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 that's what I was hearing today on all the news programs. What we've got to do is shame Russia. Shame Russia? Fuck. Shame them? What are you you kidding me? That's kind of what Obama was doing today at the press conference. He he was kind of giving a warning shot. A warning shot. Obama already said that when he saw Putin, he told him to stop it. Knock it off. And apparently... Putin was like, fuck you. In the media, they show that picture of Putin looking at, looking up at Obama, and he kind of has that smirk like, you fucking jerk off. And Obama's trying to give him that, you know, I'm a, I'm a tough gangster look. And, you know, like, yo, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Don't mess with me. Putin's like, I didn't cut your fucking bulls off and feed them to you. 
today Obama was kind of shaming Putin. That's what we have to. We have to shame Putin and the Russians. Got to shame them. <laughs> like Putin next week, he's going to read a letter. I just want to apologize to the American people that I'm very sorry for my actions. What I did was inexcusable. I will never do it again. And I just hope all of you can forgive me and give me a second chance. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> uh. And Obama's like, I'm going to, and we're going to keep, you know, we're, we're going to, hey, we're going to send him a message. We're going to send him a message. Jerk off. You got about three weeks left. What, what message are you going to send them? Huh? You haven't sent them a message. Look, I mean, guys, seriously, look at, look how strong Russia is. Russia is stronger today than they've ever been. Like I told you the other day, Rachel Maddow. Okay, Rachel Maddow. She did 45 minutes on the strength of Russia, talking about Putin being the richest man, not just amongst people that live in the United States, but Vladimir Putin is the richest man in the world. Well, guess what? Vladimir Putin achieved those riches under President Barack Hussein Obama. Russia is who they are today because of Obama. Hell, there's nothing more Donald Trump can do. If according to Rachel Maddow, Vladimir Putin is the richest man in the world, what's Donald Trump going to do? Right now, Rachel Maddow... MSNBC says Vladimir Putin is worth something like $85 billion. Richest man in the world. That was all under Obama. That was all under Obama. Today, Russia is stronger. Like I said the other day, they had the Olympics. They had the Olympics. They were hacking us then. Don't you think a, 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 a sign, you know, like a, a, hey, you better cut it out, Vlad, would have been the United States boycotting the Olympics? Don't you think that would have been a signal? If you want to talk about shaming, we didn't even do that. We do. We've done nothing. We've done nothing to the Russians. We've done nothing. And everybody's acting like this just happened out of the clear blue sky. Oh, oh my God! We all what's this? Oh, fuck it. 
Obama said, we're going to send a clear message to Ro- – what clear message? What, what are you talking about clear – what message are you going to send? What, what clear message? Of course, nobody <laughs> – oh, Christ, liberals. What are, what are you going to do? This is, this is the world we live in right now. Seriously. This this is the world we live in. It's the world we live in. All right. So Rob Scary, it's Rob Scary. We're going to take a quick break, real quick. And then when we come back, we're going to do uh, a couple couple quick things. A couple quick things. Evie Wheel. Evie, Evie, Evie Wheel. Um, and then we're going to call the call tonight. We are going to call tonight, my friends. Busy, had a busy day with a bunch of kids stuff. A lot, lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. But uh, be right back. Don't go away. Talk about uh, my uh, my good my Jewish friends. They should be very pleased. And watching the left lose their effing minds. Um. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty good. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Uh. build the wall, it just got 10 feet higher. Yeah. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet strong. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet higher. And build and build and build and just build the Back. Oh. 
All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, you can listen to us on uh, a bunch of ways. Blog Talk Radio, um, uh, uh, Spreaker, uh, iTunes. Um, what else? Let me think what else. No, not SoundCloud. You can't listen to us on SoundCloud. Maybe I'll put us up on SoundCloud. We were going to do the um, Facebook Live thing, but I think we're going to do it Monday. I know. I know. We've been talking about it for weeks, but I think they're going to do it. I think. It's got so many. It's got nine billion things going on. Oh. And it's like me. It's just me. That's all. That's all I got. It's just me. Nine billion things going on, and it's just me. And my kid's not going to get, like, he's going to be born, and he can't really help me. <laughs> he can't help me out yet. Wait until he gets of age to, like, help me do stuff, like run the board and, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. All right, so the left is freaking out because Trump, uh, nominated uh, David Friedman, UN uh, U.S. ambassador to Israel, and they don't like it. They don't like David Friedman because uh, Friedman is all about moving the U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Now, some of my Jewish friends are very happy about this. I got a couple Jewish friends that are like hard line, just very, just, you know, (laughs) F the Palestinians. And you got to, listen, not for anything. Uh, but uh, the Israelis are the ones that will work with the Palestinians. Them Palestinians, them, them, them Muslims. Again, we get back to the whole Muslim uh, thing. The, the Muslims are the ones that have a real problem <laughs> with with the Jews over there. I mean, they're the ones that got the real beef, you know? When you got little kids stabbing Jews, and when those kids get, you know, killed by the police or the military, and the Palestinian government rewards those kids or adults, whoever, and they reward that dead person's family. Uh, you got a problem. You know, you could go online, and there's more than one video. It's it's not just some, oh, that's just, you know, Israeli propaganda. Listen, you could go online and find countless videos of young Palestinians talking about killing Jews. And how Jews are animals and 
all sorts of horrible, horrible names. So uh, it's you know it's it's the Muslims over there, it's, it's the Palestinians over there. You know the Jews are civilized; <laughs> they really are. Some of my friends aren't necessarily civilized. <laughs> of course, I'm joking. But they really are. I mean, you know, the, the Jews over there are like, listen, we, you know, we, we got to, we just want to go to our dance club. We, 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 we don't, we don't want to worry about shit getting blown up. Some, some Palestinians, they're, <laughs> you know. So yeah, the uh, the left doesn't like the fact that, um. David Friedman um, is a hardcore, and I mean hardcore, supporter of Israel. He's not for a two-state solution. Even though Trump talked about a two-state solution, um, this Friedman's not for a two-state solution. He doesn't believe the uh, settlement buildings are wrong. So, like, legit. Legit. It's going to be a new era as far as what's going to happen in Israel. going to be a new era because Friedman uh, isn't going to play that uh, well he's 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 not he's not going to play this Israel's got to stand down he's not going to play the whole uh, boycott Israel He's not going to go against Israel when Hamas and the Palestinians are bombarding Tel Aviv and um, different communities in that area with rockets and Israel just defending themselves. And when Israel retaliates, they get condemned. Freeman's not going to deal with that. Freeman's going to tell Netanyahu and Israel, we have your back. If you need to go in there and steamroll over all of those Palestinian homes that are harboring terrorists, then you do it. It's going to be a new dawn. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. 
Anyways, guys, it's Rob Scary's Rob Scary Show. I know it's uh, only eight fifty, but uh, we're calling it for the night. Okay. Ah. All right. Can you guys handle that? Or are you gonna? Are you gonna? He's gonna cry on me. What are you guys gonna do? You gonna cry? Don't cry. All right. We'll be back Monday, and I promise we're gonna have the. Uh, Facebook app. So it's Rob's Carey. It's Rob's Carey Show. Find us on Blog Talk. Find us on Spreaker. Find us on. Uh, where else are we on? I don't know. We're everywhere. Find us. We'll see you guys Monday. Later. <laughs>